Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. We are back after a uh, little bit of a vacation to uh, celebrate the birth of America or the independence of America. My birthday, and, uh, too. And Peter's birthday. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's exactly why we were off. It had nothing <laughs> to do with the 4th of July being American independence. It was because of Yeah, Peter's the birthday. fireworks were all for me. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> How uh, all the duds were for you? How, <laughs> considering your fantasy uh, track record? But uh, how old were you? Wow. How old are you now? Uh, twenty-four now. Turn twenty-four. Thirteen going on twenty. No, I'm just yeah, we, <laughs> we we'd sing happy birthday to Peter, but we we want you to keep listening to the show. So um, we'll just uh, in our minds, Peter can imagine us all singing, and um, he, he'll be just as happy that way. It beats Noah singing. Yes, that's true. It does beat Noah singing. Secretly, I want his ears to bleed, but that's a hell of a <laughs> we'll talk about that later in the show. Moving on. Um, moving on. Uh, Tom, we. We have an esteemed guest in the studio tonight. That's not Peter. That's not Peter. Yes, that's right. We have Sam Corey with us. Sam is 14 years old. He's from uh, here in the Mooresville, North Carolina area. Of course, you you drove a long way to get here. Yes. Uh, Well, actually, he rode a long way (laughs) to to get here. His mom and his sister were responsible for uh, the taxiing. But um, glad to have Sam on this show. We've had him on the Lead Lap show a couple times, and actually, I kind of surprised him tonight and put him on the last segment of that show again. But Sam uh, just picked up his first win. In the USF Juniors Division, which is uh, a, a precursor to the road to Indy Ladder. So uh, definitely excited to have Sam on the big show now because we want our worldwide audience to get to know him a little bit. Uh, when you hear this young man speak, he is 14 going on 30. There are drivers in NASCAR that could take lessons from Sam on how to do interviews um, and talk about sponsors. Uh, so we'll get to that later. But it's good to have you on, Sam. Thank you for having me. There you go. All right. That, that was a little bit of it. You'll hear the rest of it a little bit. Um, so we are going to talk about a lot of things. We were off uh, last week, so we, 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 I want to go back to Road America for a little bit and uh, talk about the elephant in the room, uh, being Noah Gregson, um, and uh, everything that that entails. Uh, and then uh, I guess that will kind of also cover the next part of that, which would be uh, in the, the cup race on Sunday with Denny Hamlin and, and Ross Chastain because um, it was kind of – Almost one and the same, but not really. Uh, but we'll step aside, take a break, and we'll talk about it all when we come back on the Inside Pass. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. 
If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorcustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Chris Rice bringing us back from break. There's an old saying that in order to uh, go forward, you got to slow down a little bit. So I, I feel like we need to slow down and go back a couple of weeks and uh, talk about uh, Road America just for the sheer purpose of talking about what happened with Noah Gregson. Um, for those of you who uh, missed the race, he, uh, well, there's a lot of things I could say, but basically he, him and Sage Karam didn't agree um, <laughs> on a lot of things. They were uh, playing bumper cars. They Yeah, they were playing more like bumper boats than bumper cars. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Noah took it upon himself to wreck Sage Karam um, and in the process tear up a lot of race cars um, and, and do a lot of damage to a lot of teams that probably don't have the money to be getting into uh, accidents like that. Um, so a lot of things were said, you know, after the fact uh, from Dale Jr., uh, from Kelly Earnhardt, uh, a bunch of the people at Junior Motorsports. Um, NASCAR ended up uh, finding him. With, it was $50,000, wasn't it? And yeah. then 30 driver yeah, 30 driver points. points. Um, because of the situation. Uh, so I feel like we should start there, and then we'll kind of transition into this past weekend in Atlanta. Um, but what, what did you guys think? Did the penalty fit the punish, or the punishment fit the penalty? Whatever. You know what I'm trying to <laughs> did say. Did the punishment fit the crime? That's what I think. Yes, what thank you're you. trying to yes. say. Thank you, Peter? Alex Trebek. I think the punishment <laughs> definitely fit the crime, but I'm not necessarily a fan of a penalty for some, an incident on Saturday coming out on Wednesday that should have come out in the immediate aftermath of the race Saturday evening, maybe Sunday or Monday, not three or four days later when everyone's focus has already moved on. To the next week so that was my one issue with it just it being announced so late it's for a point yeah i never i never understand why nascar waits so long to announce i mean it just you know it's i would think at least by monday we should know what what's going on uh i totally agree with peter on that and just to clarify 
Um, during the race, according to Gregson, um, Sage Karam about three times hit Noah Gregson. Okay, so now Noah decides he's going to turn Gregson on the straightaway, and it caused uh, a multi-car wreck. And um, so that was kind of the 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 crux of the issue is. You know, was it okay or not okay for Noah to 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 do that where he did it? And Junior's uh, issue was, I can't defend that. If he had driven him off in the corner, you know, mm-hmm. just went into the corner and just drove him off the track, well, whatever, if that's what he thought he had to do. But you don't turn a guy in the straightaway. So basically, Noah, um, this past weekend, seemed to be very contrite. He and... and um, Sage were called into the whatever NASCAR calls their hauler now. It's no fun anymore. It used to be the phone booth, and that was always fun to say. Now it's just the Cup Series hauler. Um, oh, not a good idea for it to be a phone booth, as small as I feel are. like um, maybe Room of Doom uh, kind of fits. But um, and, and both of them had a nice chat with each other and with uh, NASCAR, and I think they came out of it uh, probably not on each other's Christmas list yet, but um, you know, just kind of shook hands and made up and agreed to go forward. And um, I, yes, I agree with the penalties. Um, I probably would have actually sat Noah out for a race, honestly, if it were me. Um, but I, I think the penalties are fair, and certainly, you know, whatever penalties would have been fair because um, that could have hurt somebody. So you definitely don't want that. Uh, and I, I just hope that we, you know, Noah started off the year so calm, cool, and collected, mm-hmm. and he looked like a championship contender. And here lately, he's kind of gone back to old Noah. And if Noah would just stop beating himself, I feel like he would win a championship. And so to me, that's really the whole thing with this, Peter, is uh, for me is is I just want him to just, you know, get his mental game in check so he can go run for a championship and stop beating himself. You said it perfectly. He had a mental lapse of judgment going into turn three at Road America, a very narrow part of the track. And had he just waited until turn five, that hard 90-degree left-hander, and just sent Sage Karam off track there, this wouldn't be an issue, and 13 other cards wouldn't have been torn up. So I feel like had Noah just waited until turn five or turn six, an area where you could ship someone off track to make his retaliatory move, I feel like this would be a non-story. Well, I do, too. And, and the thing is, Randy, too, is I, I feel like lately Noah's been kind of preoccupied with the mullet coming back and, you know, walking around like Tim Richmond Jr., you know, and, and just sort of the whole kind of and, and that's that is Noah's personality. But I feel like you can sometimes put too much priority on sort of flashiness and strutting your stuff and doing all those things when you should be focusing on just finishing and winning races and get, you know, getting, get, like I said, keeping the mental game in check. So um, hope that we don't see any more of that out of Noah this year. Cause I still think he's a contender for the championship. If he doesn't mess it up. I absolutely agree. And I feel like when you are talking about a situation like that, I feel like as Noah Gregson, I'd be more scared to sit in a room with Dale Jr. That I would be sitting in the room of the yeah. NASCAR Holler because he's that's the first time in a long time that I've I've actually, you know, heard in, in Junior's voice the disappointment on, yes. on you know and, yes. and, and how he talked about because obviously he likes Noah, he sees potential and yep. talent in Noah, but you can't go out there and do that uh, and expect to be in a top tier ride. And and this is a kid who's, you know, early twenty year old, trying to make it in the cup series, trying to get that opportunity that everybody you know, from from Sam's level on up, wants right. to get to, 
And this is how you show that, that you want the ride is by wrecking people who, first of all, don't even run the Xfinity Series on a regular basis. Right. And it's not like he's a rookie. Sage Cameron is a very, very talented road racer. So, I mean, obviously he didn't, you know. Well, again, if Sage whatever. was running him aggressively, I can understand Noah being upset because Sage isn't a regular. Noah is running for a championship. I think that you got to sort of, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't, I never saw any of the footage of what Sage supposedly did to him. So I can't pass judgment I don't think on they that. Even showed it, to be honest. But it, no, I mean, but uh, certainly what, what Noah did was definitely not right. So, um, you know, again, hopefully that's the last of, that we see because I still think he's got a very good shot to be the champion this year. So really, I guess I said, oh, go ahead, sir. And really, it's, it's as much as a mental game as it is everything else. Like if you don't, if you don't keep a level head, then you're not even should be a championship contender. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So looking at the situation now, do you guys think that he's ready for the Cup Series? I think if the right opportunity presents itself, yes, but I wouldn't get to the Cup Series just to say I'm in the Cup Series. I wouldn't. If I were Noah Gregson, I would not take a Harrison Burton approach and just get in any Cup car or a Todd Gillen approach for that matter just to say I'm in the Cup Series. Gregson can win races, and someday I think he will be a Cup champion. I think he needs to get in a car that can win and contend for a playoff berth from the from the beginning, so unless it's the right opportunity, a B or even A level ride, I would stay in Xfinity for Noah. I will remind you, Peter, that uh, the team car to the car that Todd Gilliland's in is running for wins now. That's very true. And the difference, I would argue, is A, crew chief, but also B, Michael McDowell has had years of experience. I think Noah could get into a car like Front Row Motorsports or, or you know, who was the other one that you mentioned? Harrison. Yeah, Harrison's car. in the Wood Brothers car. Now, they haven't had much luck, but I, I don't feel like Harrison got into the wrong car. Certainly, that car is capable of running in the front. With that being said, um, I would keep an eye on Junior Motorsports, frankly, because I still think for all the talk that Dale Jr. makes about uh, not wanting to spend the money for the charters it takes to get one nowadays, he certainly keeps talking about going to Cup. Kelly, he, too. He, Kelly's yes. talking about this, too. And they and Junior even mentioned Noah may be a contender for the Cup deal with us. I mean, he so don't be surprised. And I think we're going to – I think we got a very interesting offseason coming up, actually. There's an interesting caveat to that story, too, which we'll get to uh, when we get to the Cup side of things. But uh, we'll switch gears now and kind of switch over and talk about uh, – Atlanta for a little bit until we uh, we hit our first break. But sure. the Xfinity Series race on Saturday, Austin Hill got his second win of the year. I think he's uh, – Brandon Jones is now the only driver who has only won once. Everybody else has won multiple times um, that's in the playoffs. So um, he got his second win. Josh Berry came home in second. And the 18 car continues to impress. Ryan Truex wasn't – this race wasn't on his radar. Um, no. But he ended up getting the race and came home in third. Um, Tyler Reddick, another impressive run uh, in the 48 car. Daniel Hemrick finally got him a top five. Uh, Noah Gregson came home in sixth. Justin Allgaier, Landon Castle, Riley Herbst, and AJ Allmendinger rounding out your uh, your top ten. So good runs by Hamrick, uh, D- uh, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Truex. We mentioned all those guys doing great doing great things. So um, we'll see. Uh, Ryan's auditioning for that ride. Pretty good run for the winner too. Austin Hill really drove drove well. I was a very hometown win for him. Yeah. He's had a bad few weeks, so definitely yeah. uh, good to see him back yeah. in victory lane. All right, we're gonna step aside here. Take a break. Uh, we'll have more on the Xfinity Series, Cup Series, and Truck Series 2 when we come back on the Inside Pass. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. 
because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We mentioned uh, Austin Hill winning uh, after having a pretty rough last few weeks or so, um, but it's good to get momentum back on your side. And if you're going to get momentum, Tom, I feel like you probably should do it closer to the beginning of the playoffs because that's where you want your momentum to start. Well, not only that, but it's always, as you mentioned in the last segment, it's always nice when you break through at your, yeah. you know, your home track, basically. It was interesting how... Um, there were actually two uh, first-time winners in Georgia over the weekend. Certainly, Chase Elliott, not his first cup win, but his first win in Atlanta. That's hard to believe. Yeah, it is hard to believe, actually. But um, you c- And you could just sense the excitement uh, you know, for him. It meant a lot to him to win at the home, at the home track. And so that was good. But yeah, it's, I feel like Austin Hill has all year been fast, Peter. 
He's all year been in contention in various races for wins, just hasn't been able to put it together. We know that team is a championship team, so now he's in the playoffs. All he's got to do is keep doing what he's doing, right? Absolutely. He started off the year in the best way possible by winning Daytona, and I thought, okay, he's found his groove and expanded. He's going to pop off win after win here, but yeah. that's not been the case for him or his teammate Sheldon Creed, both moving up from the truck series to that coveted RCR Xfinity program, which breeds champions after champions after champions, and looks like the 21 is finally finding some performance in perfect time, like you guys said, for this postseason. Well, I mean, it, you know, it, we, we can switch over and talk about Cup, too, uh, because with, with Chase, we just mentioned Chase winning uh, for the first time in Atlanta, and I find that hard to believe, and, and I, I mentioned that when Tom was talking, because you look at all the tracks that Chase has won on, you would think Atlanta would be, like, right there, that's one of the top tracks that he's won on. So it was kind of shocking to me to know that this is the first time he's won. But he, he made history by being one of only, what, two families, him and his dad, and then the junior and senior to have won at Atlanta, which is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, again, I think um, when you win in front of your hometown fans, it's just that much more popular. And certainly Chase Elliott, uh, that was a win that he didn't necessarily expect to get. I think he kind of found himself Peter in that position, you know, just by happenstance, which is typical for, you know, the kind of super speedway style racing that we now have in Atlanta. Everybody runs in a pack and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm leading the race. Absolutely. Chase definitely made all the right moves late in that race to get the lead back, which he lost in the closing laps, but he was up front all day. He did sweep the stages in a max points day, which given that he's the points leader going for that regular season championship, Atlanta was a big step forward to all but securing that those 15 bonus points. But he may have won the first two stages, but the guy who was probably on his way to winning the race was none other than Corey LaJoy in the Spire Motorsports car I mean, gosh, guys, how could you not be heartbroken? We're not supposed to be biased on these shows, but man, to see Corey get a win would have been that place as much as they exploded for Chase Elliott. I feel like it would have exploded, Randy, just as as much for for uh, Corey LaJoy because everybody loves Corey and that team is such an underdog team. It would have been great to see him get the win. That's true, and you you really can't fault a guy, especially when you're going for your first win. You know, knowing that, especially at a track the way Atlanta set up now, you almost have to do the, the Daytona and Talladega style blocking. And you, you have to go for broke. Like, you know, I'm either going to – it's either going to be checkers or records at this point. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously he got put on the on the, on the the record. But it could have been a different story. I mean, you know, he, he could have very well have made that move work and, you know, been a victory lane instead. So when you're going 200 miles an hour at a track like Atlanta with the configuration we have now and you start, you know, thinking about, well, I have to block him and I have to keep, keep the lead and i got to win the race and it's the last lap and you got all this stuff going through your head – you're you're bound to make a mistake, and it just so happened that that's the the move that you know not only ended his day, but um, Kurt Busch. Thanks, Corey, for that um, because I picked him in fantasy NASCAR. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, I got a little bit of revenge because Ty did not finish anywhere close to the front. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, when you're in that circumstances, you know, you can't put yourself in that in that person's place because I think all of us in this room would have done things differently. Sam, you're you're the driver here. What would you have done in that situation? I mean. It's hard to tell, but also I think it gives I think it gives Corey LaJoy a bit of confidence as well going into the next races, just saying, Okay, I led and I led these laps and I think I can you know, I can put a race together now. So I think it gives him a lot of confidence going into the next race and so that now he's like, Okay, I can go win a cup race. 
That's true. Although, I, I mean, Atlanta used to be in the same category as Charlotte, Texas, and, you know, Vegas, California, all these other tracks, but now it's almost in the same category as Daytona and Talladega, where everybody's pretty much on a level playing field because it's it's almost like restrictor plate racing at a track smaller than Daytona and Talladega where you really don't know what's going to happen. Well, that's true. But I think still, to Sam's point, the confidence increases. Oh, yeah, confidence. Because is you still the, had, it doesn't matter where it is, you're still yeah. running up front and leading a cup race. Yeah. And as Corey talked about, he was learning on the job on the fly because right. he, he had never led a cup race. He was leading on the last restart, and he said just finding out how to fire off as the leader. He was learning a lot just being in that position for the first time in his career. So come Daytona, come Daytona for the regular season finale, who yes. knows what LaJoy could do. Absolutely. That is very true. We just mentioned Daytona being the, you know, the, the caveat to the whole thing. Um, so let's second place in this race, by the way, was Ross Chastain. So I guess let's talk about that elephant in the room. <laughs> um, so Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin are, are not getting along um, at all uh, for, for various reasons. <laughs> um, that started all the way back at Gateway, uh, where Ross sort of, I guess, wrecked Denny Hamlin, and then Denny took it upon himself to make sure that Ross did not, Ross did not win the race at all by basically staying in front of him. You know, every time he he got around him and kind of making him slow down and taking different lines and you know and and what have you but um nonetheless they got into it again and ross kind of lost it and, and got into denny and denny was running like third or fourth and ended his day and you know now denny said after the the race at gateway you know i guess it was a couple weeks after that that you know he's going to learn one way or the other that you know you can't do these kind of things on the racetrack and it just so happens that you know they had another incident and Denny still was basically saying you know your day's coming you just don't, don't know when it's going to be in not so many words, and obviously he can't come out and say, I'm going to wreck you because NASCAR is listening. But he had to be as nice as possible by saying that you're, you're not, even if you make it into the chase, you won't win the championship. Well, it's funny because I'd consider the 11 and the 1 to be two of the best cars oh, yeah. in the series. So for I sure. would not be surprised to see both of them in the championship four come Phoenix. And if they're racing each other late for the championship, oh, my gosh, we're all in for I don't, I don't see both of them making, making the final four It'll just be because of the rivalry. I feel like uh, one of these weekends, uh, just before driver intros, Ross is going to get a watermelon upside the head. That's what I feel <laughs> like is going to happen here. Um, you know, the two of them are like cats. You know, they just keep um, keep getting together. And I think, Peter, you said it best. They're two of the massacres on the track. They're going to be running for wins, so they're going to end up in the same space. And you know what? Um I I 100% agree with what the announcers were talking about. Um, after that incident happened, Ross has got to clean it up. You can't just keep running into cars. You know, you can be aggressive, but you got to be intelligent about it. You get you can't just drive over everybody that you get close to. And Ross seems to have a real issue with that. Like he just doesn't know when to check up or back off or, you know, um it's it's uh i'm a huge ross chastain fan i have been for a while he's a great guy he's worked really hard to get where he's gotten but just like with noah gregson if he would dial it back just a little bit it wouldn't stop him from being a a winning you know car weekend and week out or winning capable car it would prevent him from making a lot of enemies on the track in situations it's one thing if you're on the last lap going for the win but gosh you know, that's understandable. Yeah, I mean, even that I don't really like because I don't like seeing guys move guys to win because I don't think that takes any talent. But at least I could make sense of it. 
but not in situations like he was in with Denny. You just, you, again, you just, you, you got to be a little bit smarter. The list of drivers off of Ross Chastain's Christmas list is getting longer and longer. <laughs> at this point, I'm convinced that so many drivers are mad at him, they won't let him advance through the playoffs. At some point, someone's going to make his life really difficult, possibly in an elimination race come this fall, and... Chastain's gonna learn the hard way that you gotta race guys with respect. You know, you know what sucks for Ross Chastain? Christmas cards come in boxes of twelve. Yeah, really. He's gonna have a lot of extra cards left over. Well, he's gonna have a whole dump dump truck full of coal dropped on his lawn or something. Sure. Is what he's gonna get. He better make um, some asphalt out of it. Yeah, it's uh, it. Yeah, just uh, I hope again. I hope he cleans it up because he can run for the championship. But I do agree that as of right now, I would say that at some point in the in the championship chase, somebody's gonna get him. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's very I don't, true. I don't agree with that. I wouldn't, you know, uh, like to see that. But you just know this is how we do things in NASCAR. So um, it's it's going to be interesting. But he he definitely is a winning car. He's just got to just got to calm down. Well, from a former driver standpoint, I can see where the aggressiveness sort of like gets into your head because you you don't want to be labeled as somebody who's a pushover on the racetrack. You don't right. want to go out there and just pe- see people, you know, run you into the wall, you know, run you into the infield whatever when you're racing dirt cars and even as you get up into the cup series, you got to you got to earn the respect but you also have to demand the respect. Like you have to show I'm not going to lay down for you. I'm I'm out here to win just like you are. But then there's also that fine thin line of okay there's a little bit of over aggressiveness there and, and you got to figure out where that line i think is. he meant that backwards because to me he is demanding respect right now when he should be earning it that's when, true. when you're trying to get to cup i can understand being a little more aggressive and taking some chances but once you're there you're there relax a little bit take what the races give you you'll get your share of wins and you won't make so many enemies that are going to stuff you in the wall later that's true but he's also not like you know like sam mayor like he's not he's been around long enough that everybody's everybody in the cup series has raced with him somewhere along the way whether it be trucks xfinity cup so by the time he got the cup he would have he should have already earned the, the respect of everybody by racing them a long time ago as opposed to coming into the cup series as a rookie and having to earn from day one he's been in the series long enough to know <laughs> When a spotter, when a spotter tells his driver he's Ross is an idiot and he hopes he doesn't see him at Food Lion, which is, by the way, for those of you who don't know, it's a grocery store. Uh, apparently, he shops uh, the same grocery store Ross does. You know, then you know it's bad. When when they're threatening violence at Food Lion, you know it's bad. That's very true. All right, we're gonna step aside and then take a break before this gets too far out of control, and we'll be back with the inside pass right after this. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan 
great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. and our condolences to the watermelon farmers of the world who's going to lose half their crop <laughs> between Denny Hamlin and his spotter chunking watermelons. <laughs> Ross Chastain, yeah. and as Peter said during the break, in aisle one of Food Lion, yeah. which is ironic. Great up in that's aisle his, one. That's his car number. Um, all right, welcome back to the show. We, I, I feel like we, we've done enough talking about these boys for a while. Let's talk to a, another young man who uh, probably needs the publicity a lot more than these clowns do um, in the Cup Series. Um, and I say that with the most love possible. Uh, Sam, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you for having um, me. Let's talk a little bit about you and, and kind of where you got your racing start. Right. I started in karting when I was about seven years old, um, just working through karting, moving up through the ranks in karting. Um, I also drove a lot of um, dirt cars as well. started in outlaw karts at Millbridge Speedway. Um, and then I got into the micro sprint a little bit, which was, uh, which was a really cool experience, and it taught me a lot. I uh, got to run that and then uh, step aside from dirt a little bit to, to get into a uh, Formula 4 car with Dan Mitchell and the whole VRD team um, in Homestead. Uh, I think it was a year. I did a year ago. We were about we did about in six months span uh, about 12 days of testing just to kind of uh, get me ready for the season and make sure that I could do it. Um, and I proved to him that I could. And uh, we started the season off pretty strong. Um, so it's been a really good season. Do you miss the dirt racing? I do. I think I'm. I yeah, I, do, I, I, I do. really miss it. I I haven't done it in probably I don't know 15 years or so, but I miss it. Well, we, yeah, you and I both. Well, you race big cars on uh, dirt. Yeah. I did a couple times, but mostly mm-hmm. carts. Um, and of course, Sam racing the micro sprint. How much of that 
was translatable when you jump into an open wheel Formula type car with the USF Juniors. How much of your past experience relates? Which it really, you wouldn't think it does, but it really does with car control and stuff like that. You you really learn a lot from the micro sprint, being able to control the car a lot better, especially in the rain. Um, being able to, which I love racing in the rain, it, it brings me back so many memories of dirt as well. Um, I have to buzz. That. Tom hates I rain. Hate racing it, in the rain. Tom does not like water unless who can go the slowest, the fastest. Tom does not like water unless he's drinking it or it's coming out of the shower head. That's the only two times he likes water. The I didn't rest say of it, I didn't like rain. I just didn't like rain when races are involved. Oh no, I love it. It's great. But I get it. It's it's really it's a good a time. It is. It really is. It really yeah. comes down to. It's not really much as the car anymore. It really comes down to the driver, which is is really cool. And I, I think I'm supposed to get into a, back into some dirt racing by the end of this year. So nice. that should be really cool. <laughs> hey, up for the buzzer, make up for the buzzer, right? Yes. Um, so yeah. So I just got my first win at, at Mid Ohio, which was an awesome experience for me. So let's talk about that a little bit. So you go to Mid Ohio, and you've you've just had. My gosh, um, second, third, second, third, fourth, whatever you've had. You've been so close all year long, I feel like. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. But to do it at a place like Mid-Ohio, how cool is that? It was absolutely amazing, especially on the Trek Trek Series weekend, which was huge. Um, So I think it was really cool because Mid-Ohio is such a driver track, and and it's you it's really it comes down i mean the cars are basically set up almost the same and there's not really much draft and it's all driver so uh, we started out the weekend pretty well in practice and then um on the on the second day we had a practice qualifying and then um race one which i i won that race and so with race one it started out when qualifying it rained the night before and um so we started out on rain tires we went out and we came in immediately switch switched to some slick tires and went out and set some pretty fast laps and uh, started second to Matt Clark. It was only a tenth off. Um, set it started second in race one and uh, got it done in race one. So I th- it was a really good race. I was pushing Mac to, to try and make mistakes in the beginning, um, just and I stayed with him the whole race. Um, so we I ended up going on the outside of turn five at Mid Ohio, which is an uphill left that comes right back down the hill, and um, the safety car came out. Caution came out. Uh, someone got stuck in the gravel trap. Um, and the safety car came out, and then right after that, first lap of the green flag, he put a block in turn one, so that, and then going up the hill to turn two, he also blocked again, which is actually a really good move. But I stuck it on the outside and um, got a really good exit shot out of turn two and went to his inside and got the pass done with about six laps to go. Um, and we made a little bit of contact, and I was had two wheels in the in the grass on the inside there, but um, it was it was pretty clean racing as well. So. Got it done, and the last four laps was the longest race of my life. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. I was like, okay, when is it going to end? Okay, uh. just got to hit my marks, hit my marks, hit my marks, and uh, we ended up getting it done, So, which was an awesome. Did you start hearing strange noises coming out of the car? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I just yeah. know that something's breaking and yeah. falling apart. I was just trying to make sure I held up my end, so it was uh, it was really cool to be able to win there, and my dad's from Ohio as well, so... Uh, it was oh, really no cool. To do it. Yeah, it was. He's from Marietta, ah, uh, so okay. not too far from not there. Too far, no. So, but no, it was a really good weekend. It it's got to be um, an amazing feeling to know that never again will you have to go into a race, at least in the U.S. of Juniors, and say, "I know I can win," because you just did. And now I I have that confidence to go into to be able to go into Road America, uh, knowing that I can win Road America, and I know I have what it takes. So you said earlier that you started um, racing in, in what carts, um, yep, but yep. why? 
Well, okay. So, Tom, <laughs> you know this question. story. I know the story, but our audience doesn't. Right. So, <laughs> I started in karting. My dad and I and my mom, whatever, we all lived right across the street from Ricky Rudd. So, my dad oh. and Ricky Rudd rode bikes, made really good friends, and Ricky got my dad into a go-kart. And he was like, Sam would really like this. I know he would. Because mom was like, okay, nope, we're not doing motorcycles. <laughs> so, we, uh, so, dad got me my first go-kart when I was about six years old, and I started my first Let me interrupt seven. you for a second, because your mom's in the studio. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to where you said we're not doing motorcycles. No motorcycles. Mom gets a bell. <laughs> okay, Sam, she go back to your story time. now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so yeah, she got me <laughs> my first, um, my first go-kart, and um, I started progressing up through the ranks in that and was very successful um, and also with the dirt stuff as well so uh, which was a great experience and it really translates over uh, more than you would think um, so when I got my first opportunity to run the F4 car uh, at Homestead Miami it was just an awesome awesome experience um, and so I loved it from then and Dan Mitchell and the whole VRD team they got me over a six-month period of time they got me about 10 days in the car before before we started the season to make sure I had what it took. Um, and I proved to him that I did, and um, it's kind of carried on. See, I feel like you guys running, like, road courses and stuff is a commendable thing for me because, you know, I come from dirt cars, so you just go around and around and around for, like, five <laughs> months. But you guys have two-and-a-half-mile road courses to, to drive on, and it's all scenic. Like, I don't I don't know what road course – no road course I've ever seen is not scenic. Where it's like trees and then, you know, forests and there's deers running by and birds and <laughs> my ADHD would kick in and I'd be in the turn one wall like on the very first lap. Like, I, I, couldn't, I, like, I don't know how you guys concentrate on that, but that's like, that's a commendable thing because I, I couldn't do it. Which VAR was so much like that. VAR right. is such a beautiful place. Well, I mean, you're going to awesome. Road America, which is going to be is exactly the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, going to be awesome. The National Park or Speed. Yeah, yeah, I think VIR is the most beautiful road course in America. It I really love is. Road America. I love Watkins Glen. Uh, Watkins Glen's from in my area where I'm from. But okay. um, man, VIR is just beyond. It is. It really is. And the, that long back straight with the racing we have, it's a lot of drafting. It's so much drafting. Um, so to to be able to to be on the podium there was was really cool. Um, and just we had such killer cars that whole weekend. So can't thank the VRD team enough. It's got to be amazing to drive for an outfit like VRD. They've it so is. many drivers. I mean, you got Hunter Yaney, who unfortunately just broke his wrist. I feel yeah. bad for him, um, but was over in, in the UK running over there uh, or over in Europe. And um, and then, you know, guys like Nico Christodoulou, who I think is also over in Europe now. Yeah, doing he's running the GB3 championship. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, and then yourself and, and just such a uh, Jason Alder, I mean, such a line of drivers in that organization that are all top shelf. Um, it must be invaluable for you guys to be able to feed off of each other and help each other to, you know, to refine the setups and everything every weekend. It is. I mean, I get on the sim with Hunter all the time and Nico all the time. And it's cool because I can go back and I can say, hey, do you remember when you raced here? What did you do? Where, where were some passing opportunities? Where was the best place to push? Stuff like that. And it was. Uh, it's really cool to be able to go back and say, hey, can I have your video? Can you help me on the sim? And they're like, yeah, for sure. So it's cool to be able to have those type of people. How much does that does the sim racing stuff help you, especially on road courses? I mean, when it comes to oval tracks, I mean, you can hit your marks. You know, you can probably figure out your marks in a 15, 20-minute session. But with road courses, it's probably a little bit more finesse to it because you have to have certain Most breaking definitely. points, certain, 
you know, a line of sights at every corner that you have to practice, you know, each and every turn so you don't mess up. Oh, that was 13, not 14, or, you know, whatever the case may be. I feel like it's better to be in the sim for a longer period of time on a road course to get those points down pat. It definitely is. Like, I'll spend week in, week out, just hours on the sim, mm-hmm. just practicing for the next race. And what's cool about iRacing is you can have the AI and set the AI to however if you want it to be a pro driver or whatever. Um, so it's cool to be able to use iRacing to my advantage and um, just to sim all together is really cool because I'll go in and I'll run an hour session and uh, be able to just practice hitting my marks every lap, breaking deep, breaking hard, um, and just to be able to get the exit shot out of the corner because with these cars, it all comes down to braking and in the corner. So when you brake, you have to brake super deep and super hard but able to trail off the brake pressures very quickly um, to roll the max minimum speed in the corner. I feel so. like it's such a sort of dichotomy that you have going on in your head because if you're running a dirt car, you that's you you use the gas to turn to the turn car in the corners yeah. and and you know and keep the speed, and then you you get back on the pavement, especially on a road course. It's all about the brake and out yep. braking somebody and and just being real finessive. How do you sort of keep your brain straight as to? I know you spend most of your time in the open wheel cars. So it's probably easier now, but. Get back in the dirt car. You got to tell yourself, "I'm not in the open wheel car tonight. I'm in the dirt car." Go back to the other program. Right, which, I have in my head. And it was cool then because we were going back from non-wing to wing to non-wing to wing uh, to run the micro sprint. But I think it really helps you more than you would think because obviously you use the the gas more to to really rotate the car. Which in the open wheel stuff, you really if you want to if you want if you have understeer you really trail the brake into the corner so that it puts weight on the front nose if you have oversteer you release the brake a bit more so it puts weight on the rear end um so it is very different in ways but it's also similar in other ways understeer the front end wants to drive the car <laughs> yep okay and the oversteer the rear end wants, rear end to, wants drive to come the car. around so it's basically push is understeer loose is oversteer yep. again for those of you who just don't know the lingo um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta be a real eye opener to get in one of those cars because again, you guys are still going really fast. You may not be going quite as fast as an Indy car, but you're still getting around on those road courses. It is. We, uh, we were, I think at mid Ohio, which is a short straight, we were still getting up to about one thirty. So we are, we are definitely going That's fast. Yeah. For 14 years old, I'd say, uh, now I understand that you just started, uh, taking laps in your street car. Well, not exactly. I'm taking drivers at the class this week. I turned 15 in November, um, so that'll be very interesting, But to say the least. Just remember that the brake is on the left and the stop signs are on the right, because otherwise you may see a cop car in your rearview mirror and the insurance company will enjoy a little bit more of your parents' money. Kind of how that works. You Sorry, see. mom. So uh, yeah, Sorry, don't don't do that. Uh, uh, just yeah, remember, sure. leave the speed to the racetrack. <laughs> it's it's probably more than a little bit of money, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I was putting it a little bit lightly because yeah. they insurance companies love kids and cars, so anytime they can put the two and two together, they they make a whole lot more it's money. Called the risk pool. Yeah, exactly. And you're in it exactly. till like 25, so. Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh, do anything wrong for, like, uh, nine years. You know what would be great is if we get an insurance company as a sponsor. That would be awesome. Yes. That that, that would be awesome. You might want to try to do that because that may be a way of ensuring that, you know, you don't get dropped on the first offense. (laughs) Yeah. You may your, get one. Your your brain says Mustang, but your heart says moped. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to live with uh, with the consequences of it. All right, we are going to uh, step aside here. We got a couple of short segments coming up, um, including a sponsor that we uh, we are going to plug, um, and then we'll come back on the other side 
and uh, start our second half of the show. Uh, Sam's going to stick around. We're going to talk more about him. He's got some charity work and some stuff that he uh, is interested in uh, and doing, so we're going to talk to him about that and uh, more from uh, F1 and Indy and uh, NASCAR when we come back on the Inside Pass. Through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, Post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt Benedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. The, the producer's asking me what we're doing in this segment like I actually know what we're doing. Um, because You're the host. We, yes, job. but we've been doing this show now for you know four years now, and I really have no idea what we're doing. We fly <laughs> by the seat of our pants. It's a known fact. That's right. Um, and, and we're about to lose the only organized person in the entire uh, uh, you know organization here. Yeah, Peter uh, Strada, this is uh, his last week here, um, uh, at least as a regular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's for know. a good reason, though. Yeah, so. it's for a good it's reason. It's not my last ever. Offset it with a bell. It's not my last ever. I'll definitely be back at some point. That's yeah. what Noah said, too, and he's been gone for eight weeks. Well, Noah's uh, preoccupied with student camp and things like that. Yeah, he's wrangling he's, kids on a daily he's basis. He's teaching small yes. kids bad habits. Yeah. And um, driving their school bus. Yeah, driving their bus. Um, but uh, Peter has uh, accepted a position with one of the TV stations in his hometown of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, home of Bowman Gray Stadium, oh, by the way. The best short track in America. It's certainly the most entertaining, for sure. And it is the oldest uh, NASCAR Weekly Racing Series track currently in operation. Hickory would be second, for those who would ask. So, Peter, we're going to miss you, buddy, but... You have a standing innovation in invitation to come back and innovation like. too. Yeah. If, if you want an innovation, you yeah. can have one of those too. Congratulations! Well, thank you. I've, I'll be sure to come back at some point in the very near future. Good. You can have your thirty minutes, uh, your thirty seconds of fame at the end of the You're show. You're fine. Anyway, get out. No, um, just kidding. Because <laughs> the, the, the last segment is a minute and a half, so he has uh, fifteen seconds of that to say goodbye. Um, anyway, um, we were going to do black flag checker flag in the segment, but we but Tom wasted the whole thing talking about Peter being gone, so. Um, no, we don't have time to do it, but uh, I guess we can start on it. So he gets a black flag for leaving us and a checkered well, flag that, for getting the new job. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. There, we did that's the my segment. black flag is Peter leaving, but yeah. uh, but but also checkered flag because he's actually going and doing something that's, that's right. way more productive. It's awesome. Not Fine nearly as fun, but way more productive yep. um, than what we do here. So yep. we we will definitely miss uh, miss Peter. And, and he gets another black flag because he's leaving us with Noah, um, which is a bad thing, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, if we get tired, we'll send him back to you. Um, and, and you can <laughs> now back to you. And, and we'll get no a job at the news station to exactly. work with Peter as an assignment editor. Exactly. You can. He can. Peter can start stuff. assigning Noah what to do instead of the other way around. <laughs> That's exactly Maybe right. he can get Noah's girlfriend he to can, dump him instead he can of finally <laughs> finally be the boss after four years yeah. of working underneath Noah. All right, we're gonna step aside, take a break. More inside pass right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Can somebody please change the, the segment to spell correctly? That is bothering me to no end. Anyway. A- a- ADHD or whatever. My ADHD your, is kicking in. OCD yes. is what we yes. want. And that time is going by. All right. Uh, we have a new sponsor for the Inside Pass. I'm going to let uh, Tom take that over, and then uh, we'll be back with the rest of it in a little bit. So go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> we, we would like to welcome... Connected to the Inside Pass, if you're wondering what is connected, well, if you are a business owner and you are on LinkedIn, and if you are a business owner and you're not on LinkedIn, what are you doing? You should go there now and sign up. Uh, LinkedIn is the business to business platform and it's great. I love it. Use it all the time. And connected is the ultimate LinkedIn lead gen tool. And I don't say that because it's written on a script. I use it and it, I've, and it works. Um, here's the deal after COVID there are now over 800 million people on LinkedIn. So the potential to get in front of the correct audience couldn't be easier with connected. Now, if you're a young racer, you should be on LinkedIn and you should have connected because it allows you to do a great job of generating leads who could turn into sponsors. Connected helps you learn how to use the free version of LinkedIn to target exactly who you know is qualified to buy, partner, or work with you in just 15 seconds. Once you have your list of perfect prospects, you just bring that list over into the connected tool. It's an app and type out the message you want them to receive. Connected will automatically reach out to the thousands of prospects for you as you. This not only adds three to seven qualified prospects on your calendar a week, but it will also increase your LinkedIn network with higher quality connections of only people you like to work with or associate yourself with. So here's what you do. Okay, go to app.connected.com. Now, 
uh, you're going to tell them that Steering Wheel Nation sent you. Um, they're working on a code system where you can type in the code word wheel. It's not up yet, so that's fine. Just go to the website. It's only $89 a month. That's all it is, and it is well worth it. I can attest to the fact that it it is working really well for me. My network has expanded greatly, and more importantly, it's what it needs to be. We'll be back in a moment. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, how nice of Chase Elliott to take time out of his busy schedule to welcome us back to the show. Um, <laughs> we only have winners on here. That's, well, that's why uh, Sam's sitting here. Th- well, that that's true. <laughs> I was talking about more of the entry, the re-entries, but yes, same thing. Would be. They're all winners. That is very that is very true. Even Chris Rice is a winner. 
Just not in a race car. Colleg almost won. Yeah, well, they've won enough <laughs> in the past. That's very true. Yeah. That is very true. Um, anyways, w- welcome back to the show. We're going to uh, talk about the uh, the truck series race in a minute, but before um, we get to that, I we earlier we were talking about junior motorsports and you know how they may be going up to Cup. Noah could be a possibility in that. Um, but Junior made some interesting comments a couple of weeks ago, saying that he actually would like to have Martin Truex Jr. Um, on his team if and when Junior Motorsports becomes a Cup team, because it's going to be it would kind of be full circle for Martin Truex because he started out with Junior Motorsports in the in the Xfinity series, um, and uh, I guess it was the Nationwide series. Um, but uh, then you know this going into 2023 is what would potentially could be his final year at, at uh, JGR, which. I, I'm one person who probably thinks that's going to happen because Ty Gibbs will probably be in that in the camp in 2024, regardless of uh, of who he who's right he takes over. But um, Martin Truex only signed a one year deal, so that that leads people to you know at least think about the possibility of Martin Truex Jr. leaving Joe Gibbs Racing to start uh, Junior's Cup team in 2024 if that should happen. Right, Dale first mentioned this in his live Dale Jr. download yep. in Nashville around. National Race Weekend a few weeks ago when Martin announced he was coming back for next year. And it'd be interesting to see for sure. Martin would be fairly old. He'd be in his mid-40s, so I'm not sure if he'd be that competitive. I mean, father time is undefeated for most athletes, unless you're Tom Brady. But we'll see. Weird (laughs) things have happened. Well, I mean, there's there's a few more than that. Um, You know, you've got Red Farmer still racing dirt cars. He is father time. 90-something, yeah. Um, Joe Gozik up at my home track in Oswego is 66, still racing a Super Modify, which is really a fast race car and still running for wins. There's a bunch of guys, but yes. Uh, and, and I just, I don't know. The question would be, would Martin want to keep racing that long? I got the feeling that there was some debate, not about whether he was going to come back to Joe Gibbs and then go somewhere else, but whether he was going to just give it up at the end of the year. He decided to come back and did it in his typical Martin Truex um manner because he's not one that's long on words most of the time he just simply put out uh, a memo basically that says i'm coming back so it, nothing more needed to be said i guess but uh, i don't know if i see martin maybe for a year but i would think that honestly junior at this point would want to start with somebody that can be fairly long term like a noah or somebody like that but maybe you do want a veteran and maybe you're going to do two cars who knows I mean, I guess it's conceivably possible, but if I'm junior, I mean, obviously, what junior wants, he typically gets if he really wants to do it. <laughs> well, um, he's junior. He's junior. He's earned of course. it. Um, so I, I feel like if he really wants Martin Truex Jr., I'm sure he could, you know, I don't think it would take much to twist his arm and convince him to at least get the program started. Yeah. And if I'm starting a cup program, I would want somebody like Martin Truex Jr. to start my program for me just to kind of help me. Get things off the ground, kind of figure out what I need to do. I mean, if you want a veteran guy behind the wheel, and if you want to start a two-car team in 2025 or whatever have you, then I would potentially try to keep Martin Truex. If the car's running right, have him stay there and bring somebody like a Noah Gregson or somebody even, you know, Sam Mayer, somebody like that on board and have them work together for a year or so and, and get some, you know, experience under their belt. So. I say let's bring Kurt Busch over. Or I Kurt. mean, he's, you know, he's he'll be about due for a change by that time, right? It's going to take him a couple of years to work on Ross. Well, I guess they're not teammates anymore, <laughs> no. but when they were teammates, he, he really couldn't do much for Ross. Well, so. You know, two or three years, he's got to go somewhere else, right? So, you know, Kurt's real good at starting teams, so maybe we could start that rumor. Or maybe it'll be Kyle Busch. Who the heck knows? I mean, you know, there's there's been no... Talk um, about full circle. That would be kind of full yeah, circle for Kyle him. says that, 
um, they're not close to a deal for next year as yet. I still find it hard to believe we won't see them in Yahoo purple. Um, you know, the Barney suit. Um, for those of you who remember Barney the dinosaur. Um, but I uh, look at Kyle the same way now. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, but I, I don't I, think he's going to be singing the theme song. I, I, hope I love you. No, I, I love you is not something I think Kyle's going to exactly. be singing to uh, any other drivers anyway. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that uh, eventually you're going to hear something about Yahoo and Kyle Bush. That's just my gut, but it's there are so many organization. There's so many jokes right there that I could say. <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo and, and Kyle Bush yeah. in the same sentence. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, all right. Let's talk about somebody uh, who deserves recognition, uh, other than Sam, of course. Uh, Parker Kligerman won the Truck Series race um, for he Henderson. He gets a double bill. That right. was incredible. It's a it's an awesome win, and it's good to see. You know, we we talk about you know Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. We talk about Noah Gregson and Sage Karam, but Parker Kligerman and and Zane Smith had a four, five, six lot battle on a road course, side by side, beating and banging, never wrecked each other, and Parker came out on top. Love to see it. Very popular win with a very popular driver who should still have a full-time ride somewhere but doesn't yes, for a few reasons. Very small team. They're headquartered out of Abingdon, Virginia, and have one full-time employee, and they beat the Titans of the Truck Series, Front Row, Kyle Busch, you name it. Which, you know, it, it's cool because it was such a great battle, and without they weren't crashing each other. It was so great to be able to see that clean racing and just bring it back because it was just such a good battle. This is why Zane Smith is the leading candidate for the championship in the truck series, because, again, he took what the race gave him. He could have dumped Parker on the last lap. He didn't choose to do that. He chose to drive like an adult. You know, he drove like a man and he got a second place finish out of it and kept his season going. That's how you do this, folks. And it was an amazing finish. That was great. Doesn't look like Zane has a whole lot of kryptonite except for why I pick him at Fantasy NASCAR. And that's the only kryptonite he seems to have. So um, <laughs> as long as I stay away from picking him, he should that's be okay right. for the rest of the season. But um, the rest of the top 10, we mentioned Zane finishing second. Carson Hosevar continues to impress again uh, with another top three finish. Uh, another kid who's bound to get a win at some point. Um, in the very near future, Stuart Friesen uh, was fourth. Christian Eckes fifth. Chandler Smith came home in sixth. Kaz Grella with a great run in seventh. Another kid who deserves a full-time ride. Uh, Derek Krause was eighth. Colby Howard ninth. And uh, Haley Deegan got a top ten, too. So, great, great top ten. She's also the first female in Truck Series history to have multiple top ten. So, a bit of history there. Yes, and I'm going to throw in a bell for Colby Howard because mm-hmm. I've known Colby since he started in late models here in the Carolinas. Colby and road courses don't get along too well, Um, but Colby's learned. And the last couple of road course races, he's been a contender. And and, and to see him get a top 10 was a really good run for that young man who's continuing just to get better and better uh, driving for for BMR. Um, And I, I think Colby next year, if he comes back into that truck again next year, I think Colby will be a contender. He just needs needed a year to kind of get used to the trucks after a couple of years in Xfinity. Right. All right. Well, uh, let's do uh, fantasy NASCAR. Speaking of uh, fantasy NASCAR, the the standings, I I feel comfortable talking about at least a little bit of them. Tom still has a commanding lead, but second, third and fourth are only separated by four points um, going into the next race. And luckily, I'm not last anymore. (laughs) <laughs> finally managed to claw my way into second place. Unfortunately, and Peter's not really last either. Noah's last, but um, Noah's not playing right now, so Peter technically is last. So Peter gets to pick first this week. 
Ha ha. But we only have Xfinity and Cup. No trucks this week. Trucks are off this week. And there's a pretty stout Cup guy running the Xfinity race who I'm picking. William Byron in the Junior Motorsports 88 gets that win. And then in Cup, I'll go Denny Hamlin. Oh, that's actually really good. I was actually thinking uh, Denny Hamlin, too, there for a while. But um, So... For me, I, I've been trying to do, go back and forth because I, I was looking at the at the entry list for the um, Xfinity Series race um, last year. Uh, Christopher Bell won uh, moonlighting in the Xfinity Series. This year, we get William Byron in the uh, in the Xfinity Series, but I'm taking Trevor Bain because I, I I swear he's going to win a race at some point. Might as well be Loudon. Um, yeah, so. I was going to say, okay, you just answered my question because I had a brain I had a brain fart and forgot what track we were running yeah. at. Okay, it's yeah, loud. Yeah. Uh, or New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Yes. Technical. The yeah. Magic um, Mile. The Magic Mile. Uh, so Trevor Bain in the Xfinity Series in Cup. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with Kurt Busch. Uh, he almost got me points last, uh, last week before he crashed out of the race, so uh, I'm going to take Kurt for the Cup race. Okay, so let me see. Uh, who'd you pick in Xfinity? Byron. You picked Byron. Okay. I'm, I'm going with Ty Gibbs. I'm going to ride with Ty again in the Xfinity Series because I, I believe that kid uh, has a good shot at the win this weekend. And in the Cup Series, um, you kind of got to go with one of the hometown favorites, I feel like. Martin Truex Jr., I'll take as kind of a flyer. The Toyotas haven't been very good for most of the year, but gosh, uh, certainly have a chance at Loudon. That's his home track. All right, we'll step aside and take a break. We'll be right back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Path. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We've got uh, some other uh, racing news that we're going to talk about. But real quick, I, I want to mention a couple of uh, shows we've got coming up here in the near future. Um, don't have uh, exact dates yet, but last year we had um, um, Chris Turner. He, he used to race MotoGP. Um, back uh, b- a couple years ago, and uh, so he messaged me the other day. I hadn't talked to him in a long time, but he messaged me the other day. Um, he he's recently been diagnosed with CTE, which is something that's been going around a lot with athletes, football players, baseball players, uh, anybody who who makes hard collisions on 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 the field. Um, but uh, some dry, some uh, racers have been getting it lately too. Um, and so he's really um, getting. He's got some treatment options and and some some really some positive things happening. Um, to try and help and, and at least try to treat uh, CTE. There's no cure for it, obviously, because it's like a brain. It's some sort of like a, a version of brain damage. But um, he is going to uh, come to uh, Charlotte here in the near future and sit in on a show with us. We're going to talk all about um, CTE, how to how to diagnose it, you know, how to live with it, how to treat it, how to manage it. Um, and you know, he's got some some a lot of good people involved in this, and I'm trying to get him to bring one of the doctors involved in this whole procedure too. That would be good um, with him. But it's it's going to be a, a fantastic episode. It's something that has really been kind of not talked about uh, until recently. A, a lot of you know, we're losing a lot of football players to uh, to the disease that you know they didn't know that it existed until you know a couple of years ago. So. Um, it's certainly worth uh, looking into um, and something that kind of ties into, you know, I talk a lot about uh, Dale Jr.'s book, his autobiography, where he talked a lot about, you know, his concussions and things like that. And it kind of all ties into the same thing. It's a very, very interesting um, just look at that uh, that disease, that, you know, debilitating uh, thing that happens to athletes. And so I I think it's worth uh, spending some time talking about. um, And uh, so we're going to do that in the next few weeks. So Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, we also have a good friend of mine, Kyle Jones, who runs the Power Eye uh, Midget Series, uh, is going to uh, come in uh, and be a guest host with us too. Um, he's a, he's a really really good kid from from my neck of the woods in Texas, but uh, just an absolute beast behind the wheel of a of a sprint car. So uh, you, you'll get to be introduced to him in the next in the weeks to come too. Um, so let's switch gears and uh, talk about some of the other series that uh, happened over the weekend. SRX was in action um, at. Uh, the Nashville and uh, Bobby Labonte uh, won that race, so we've gotten two weeks in a row of sort of NASCAR nostalgia uh, with uh, Ryan Newman. Well, I guess three weeks because Tony Stewart yeah, won Tony week won. one, and yeah. then Ryan Newman and uh, Bobby Labonte uh, in consecutive weeks. So it's kind of cool to see those guys uh, be able to get back behind the wheel of a car and see victory lane. It's awesome to see Bobby Labonte win. He's been doing a lot of modified racing down in this area at tracks like Bowman Gray and Caraway, but to get a win at Nashville on. Such a big platform on cable. That's just awesome to see. But Matt Kenseth, he was making his SRX debut, too. And he was the fastest car in the end race all the way up to third. A few more laps, he could have possibly gotten by Labonte. 
Yeah, I, I I love this series. The racing's always competitive, and it's so much fun to watch some of these guys do battle that you don't normally see in stock cars. The ratings have been off like 40% from last year in this, and I don't understand why. Um, but I will say this. I said it before they, they uh, started last year, and I'll say it again. I wish they'd change nights and do it like on a Wednesday or a Thursday because I think they would get a way better TV audience than doing it on a Saturday night when three-quarters of the audience you're trying to get to watch is actually at a racetrack somewhere. But with that being said, it's still a great series, and I think the racing's been even better this year than last. Yeah, I I actually have not been able to catch. I've seen highlights, but I haven't actually been able to catch one of the races yet. But I think what makes the series so unique is that you know they completely changed the entire schedule. Um, they, they did yep. visit some of the tracks again, but like South Boston and you know, I think Nashville was on the, the schedule last year, but yes. um, they're Stafford. going to, to yeah Stafford. They're going to uh, Sharon Speedway this year. They're going to I fifty five Speedway this year. They're going to different tracks and trying to do different things and bring it to new audiences. And, and I think that's what makes the, the series so unique. And then you have, it's almost like you know what we like to see with the truck series, where you have all these veteran guys from different you know sports yeah. and stuff coming into the series and battling it out. And and so. There's probably some things that they could do differently, but I, I like the way that the series is, and I think you know if, if we could continue this trend for the next couple of years, the ratings will pick up. I, I think people are just uh, getting used to seeing this, and and you got you need guys in in this series like Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, Bobby Labonte, because you you need the people that are still kind of relatively you know active in the NASCAR side of things, but then you know are semi-retired because it gives people an opportunity to go, oh wait, I you know I'd like I to see it. even more short trackers. I think it'd be yeah. more fun if they have more short trackers in it, but I do love that they're doing the hometown guys and mm-hmm. you know that's that's always a, a good time. So yeah. Uh so uh I just lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. Um Taylor Gray won the uh I just I, I saw his name and then my brain just stopped stopped working for a second. Um, won the ARCA race at Mid-Ohio. Um, but to me, when I looked, when I saw the entry list and I saw John Hunter-Nemerchuk's name on there, I really kind of got irritated a little bit because I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I understand going from, you know, Xfinity to trucks or cups to Xfinity. But when you go from the big three down to an ARCA race, which is kind of unnecessary because it's not like you guys run Mid-Ohio all the time. Why do you need the track help? And then he goes out and dominates the race. But it just so happens that Taylor Gray won. I'm just like, why? Why do you? Why? Well, I agree. But you know, it's it's kind of again it it, and I know the folks at Marco wouldn't want to hear me say this, but it's going back to JV Peter. Uh, and um, again, I get you want track time. I can't bl- if if look at if 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 you have the opportunity, you might as well. But I just don't like to see the interlopers because again, that takes away from the drivers who are working so hard to get the spotlight, who are the regulars. And it really wasn't much of a race until near the end. And, you know, John Hunter was involved in a couple of scrapes, as he has been so often lately. Um, You know, and and then, of course, you know, he didn't end up winning. But um, I thought there were also some really good performances in that race, though. And one of them was Stanton Barrett, seventh place in the fast track car for Andy Hillenberg. Stanton is a really good road racer. We we know him more as a stuntman than we do as a racer, but he's good on the road courses and seventh place. He's had a sixth and a seventh his last two races with that team. So good for him. Right. And 
I echo both your sentiments on interloping in Arca. I think that's a bit extreme, but to be fair, this was the first time the trucks were visiting mid-Ohio, so it's not like John Hunter had any experience on this track at all. Sure. So it was him and a few other truck drivers who jumped down to run Arca. Well, I remember a couple of years ago um, when the they went to the west coast of the Grand Sonoma, and like half the field, it was an Arca West race, but half the field was interlopers. Yeah. I was like... Is that necessary? I mean, I get maybe for car count Kevin purposes Harvick or whatever. Kevin Harvick, yeah. Eric Jones was in the race. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember who all was in the race, but it was like, you know, half the field was like veteran drivers. It's just I'm interesting. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm just not a big fan. I, get it. I, I think once you go up, it should be like other sports. Once you go up, you, especially once you go up and win, you can't go back down. That's my thought. Right. I mean, I get what Peter's saying, too. I mean, yes, it was a new course, and, yeah. you know, they didn't know, you know, really know what they were getting sure. themselves into, but you could just eye race. I mean, you, you, you that's what <laughs> yeah, a Simric really. is for. Like, you don't. You don't necessarily. It'd be different if you were out there trying to audition for a ride. Like if you were somebody like you know Ryan Truex or something like that who doesn't have a permanent ride, or Parker Kligerman or try you know somebody like that who's trying to to get their name out there and win races to gain sponsorship or to gain a better ride. But you're John Hunter Nemechek. You're you're driving for Kyle Busch. Yeah. You don't need to run the Arca Series unless the only reason why you're running it was to get away from your teammates because you can't seem to make them happy either. So you just well, go run your own race. He didn't make his teammates happy at the Arca well, Race. there you go. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just doesn't make any he sense. He had doings with each of them during uh, the race. He, he's, his Christmas card list is getting even shorter. Yeah. Perhaps they could go to him and Ross can go together and buy one box of Christmas cards and split them amongst the, the both of them and have enough Christmas cards for everybody. Or just one box of one one uh, well, split you know one truck full of watermelons and just throw them at each other. It's like Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it's like banana peels and <laughs> watermelon seeds everywhere. Um, all right, uh, we mentioned a few weeks ago that uh, Colt Herta was uh, in line to uh, possibly get a uh, some practice time in an F1 car. He actually has a test coming up. Um, this week with the McLaren team, so there's a possibility that uh, Colton could be uh, potentially leaving uh, IndyCar for, I say greener pastures, but I don't really know. F1 doesn't run any tracks where there's green pastures, so I don't really know where you're going. The desert, perhaps? Go ahead, Peter. I'll give you first. Well, it's what's interesting is Adam Stern tweeted earlier today, as we were recording this Monday night, that Daniel Ricciardo's future with McLaren is uncertain. So could this be Colton Herta potentially leaving IndyCar to go to that F- coveted F1 seat? Maybe. I don't know. Ooh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I love it for Col- Colton Herta. I hate, you hate it, it for, for the IndyCar all of us series. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's one of the top guys in IndyCar. He's a, he's a young, very, um, just an amazing young racer, honestly, and it would be a big loss for the IndyCar series, but, you know, you keep hearing about Michael Andretti eventually in F1. I kind of wondered if Colton may be waiting around for that, but maybe McLaren will snatch him up before uh, Michael can stop it. I will say, though, that what uh, what the F1 series needs is an American driver. Like, we, we, we have all of all this talk about, you know, Hamilton and Leclerc and, and Botas and, you know, Verstappen and all these guys that, that run, but there's no Americans in the field. So, so. I just want, that, you know, picture this, if you will. Yogi Tsunoda's team hired a psychiatrist because Tsunoda was screaming in the corners. He was, or sorry, swearing in the corners. According to the team, yeah, Helmut Marco, he was swearing in the turns and, you know, just like over the radio going nuts. So they hired a psychiatrist. Can you picture, you know, let's, if we sent like Kyle Bush or somebody oh over there. <laughs> Wait, do, I mean, do you it, know, do you know how much money it would take for a psychiatrist to take on Kyle Bush's problem? <laughs> you know, I just got thinking next on Dr. Phil. 
uh, you know, right. it's just like he's swearing in the turns, and we're going to send one of our guys over there. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure how high up on the the totem pole like the that category of of job is right now. Like I don't know if that's a, a job that's in demand, but I feel like being Kyle Bush's you know uh, therapist is probably going to make yeah. you want to get another job. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, so, some of... Uh, Those also be in demand after after dealing with him. Yeah, so, some turn to drugs and alcohol. That's you know, uh, after you work with Kyle a while trying to get fix him. But uh, no, <laughs> kidding. I mean, it's just... But th- I just thought that was funny. I like you hearing Colton Herta going over there and, you know, Yoki's uh, swearing in the turn so they hire a psychiatrist. Uh, right. we'll, be nice. back. we'll be back in a minute. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. 
Well, we were talking about F1 before the uh, the break, so I guess we can continue sort of talking about F1, the Austrian Grand Prix, and uh, Leclerc, Charles Leclerc won this one, not to Max Verstappen for a change. Shocking. Um, shocking, right? Uh, but uh, problems for uh, Carlos Sainz, who did not do so very well. No, nope, he kind of spontaneously combusted, which is that the he last did, thing? He did, the car did. Yeah, the let's, car did. Let's be clear. Yeah. It wasn't him that spontaneously combusted. It was yeah, car. his car spontaneously combusted, which is about the last thing you want to have happen during a Grand Prix when you're fighting for the world championship. Yeah, I felt bad for Sainz because he, he really had a chance to win. And, you know, gosh, that's just not what you want to see happen at all. But that was, again, a great race, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, F1 continues just, to me, to be, experience a really, really, you know, we, we said so much about last year's season, but it was really a two-car battle last year, I thought, between uh, Hamilton and um, Verstappen. This year, there's like five cars that are just sort of going back and forth, um, and you really never know which is going to be the, the dominant car from week to week, and you know, um, I will say that it it's for for me personally, hearing of what what's happening in at some of the events with the abuse that Lewis Hamilton is taking, um, you know, f- just from my own personal standpoint, I think you know if you're if you're a fan and you're going and doing that stuff, just please stay home. They don't need you at the track. I mean that there's just no. There's just no call for that. I feel bad for Lewis in that sense, but um, it's been an amazing season. It has, and Mercedes has still been off, and I think they're inching closer and closer to being contenders again. Yeah. So once Hamilton and George Russell both find their footing with this new car, I mean, it could be two more cars duking it out on a weekly yeah. basis. We're up to six or seven, and Michael Schumacher, what a performance for Haas by Michael and ends up as driver of the day, basically, which is a great honor for him first time. And I think second time either was it two in a row or two out of three that he's gotten uh, points, Um, you know, just really those cars, they're, they're starting to get, get themselves together at Haas. Proud of them. Yeah. Great to see. see. Yeah. The new car has definitely made a difference for that series, the way it did in cup. Yeah, it's kind of been a rough few weeks for the F1 series you know, as they travel the world because different parts of the world are going through some different things right now. So they've had a couple of weeks ago they had the protesters that blocked the track during the oh, red yeah. flag. That and, was crazy. Um, you know, then they had the the fan hecklers and the harassments you know going on uh, all weekend in Austria. So um, it's been a rough rough few weeks for them. But uh, but yeah, I mean you know all in all the series has has been has been gaining momentum since twenty you know, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one I guess last year twenty one um, whenever we had that fantastic season um, last year and we sat here all off season and said you know can they top it and I think they're on a track to actually do a pretty good job of oh, topping it. Oh, I think it. so far it's better. Um, more cars, been, yeah, more cars, more yep. excitement, different winners. I, I I think that's what kind of turned people off of F one. Over the last couple of years, because Lewis Hamilton dominated for so long, it's like, oh my God, he won again. Well, we're you know, Mar- Mercedes in general, and you've had right, so exactly. many years where you've had one manufacturer yeah. that does that. Now there's like three competitive manufacturers, really four, and and you know five, six cars. So yeah, I mean, once Mercedes gets that extra little notch, uh, it's going to be amazing down the stretch. It's almost like talking when we talk about Cup. I mean, that's exactly what's been happening with the Cup Series. We got this new car, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got 30, 30 guys who's capable of winning a race every week. We're yeah. up to what, fourteen winners now? Thirteen. Thirteen winners um, in the first, you know, few races we almost of the got season. Fourteen so. with Corey, but yeah. no, nope. that's true. Um, by the way, Tyler Reddick did win while we were away, so we got to give him a shout out yes. too for winning his first uh, Cup race too. 
Um, all right, back to Sam now. Uh, enough about the, the, these guys. Um, they're getting boring. Um, so, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, you do some charity work. So I know on, on your site you talk about uh, Pinky Swear and uh, Little Smiles of North Carolina. Um, those are just two of the charities you do, and then you have a, a new one that you want to talk about too. So talk about your charity work. Yeah, so New Motion Rehab uh, I'm starting to, to work with. And they do. They specialize in uh, a lot of spinal cord injuries um, and some brain injuries. Um, and they work with these patients locally here. Um, they work with these patients to kind of just work through trying to get feeling back, trying to just get back into the rhythm of being a normal person again, um, being able to do normal things. Uh, I've got a really good friend, uh, Lance Fenderson, who, who who's a racing driver. He was he would have made it in professional racing, probably to IndyCar. He was that good. <laughs> He was um, he was really good. So he got in a lacrosse accident and um, with a spinal cord injury, and um, so I he works with New Motion Rehab, and uh, it's been really cool to kind of work with them and, and see what they do um, in the office. Um, so it's a uh, it's definitely an eye opener. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> Randy's all choked up for some reason on that answer. I can't. How did you get hooked up with that particular charity? Definitely. It was through Lance. It was through Lance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, so what have you got coming up and, and how can fans learn more about it? Uh, they have a website and which it's, it's different. Uh, New Motion Rehab is spelled N-E-U. Um, so that's it's not N-E-W as, as you would think motion rehab and it's it's local here so if there's anybody out there that needs attention to that and to kind of work work through that kind of stuff um, they can just go right here um, in, in Mooresville so that's awesome okay so now what have you got coming up on your schedule you mentioned um, earlier that you may be getting back on the dirt what's the rest of the season look like for you and uh, with both USF and also uh, maybe any dirt track races. Yeah, I think it. Uh, we definitely have some opportunities arising at the end of the year to to get back in a micro sprint, um, which which would be awesome for me. And then the goal, obviously, the end goal is is IndyCar. But um, right now, our our next goal in front is obviously to win races, but to get to the next level, USF 2000. Um, we're definitely looking to finish top two in in this series championship, um, and then. We need to try and find some sponsorship, some funding to, to try and go to the next series. Um, but that's our goal right now. Okay. So um, how many races do you have left this year? We have Road America, and then we go to uh, Circuit of the Americas. That's it? Just that's two? It. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now they real um, beefy schedule for that series in its first year, but I guess that's to be expected. Right. Okay. So um, who helps you make all this happen? So first off, I'd like to thank my mom and dad, um, and then... Uh, Stilo Helmets, uh, Redline Oil, uh, which they've sponsored me since I've been really, really little in, in the karting. Um, Punched Energy, and then last last but not least is uh, Phil Wright. And um, Phil Wright is uh, a company where they make fuel pumps, electric fuel pumps. So, Tommy, you see these these 55-gallon drums of fuel at racetracks and stuff like that, and then you see these guys pumping it out with their hands or trying to make pumps that don't work very well. And Phil Wright, they specialize in making these electric fuel pumps, and they pump the fuel out of the drums so then you don't have to put a bunch of sweat and and, uh, elbow grease into trying to get fuel out of a drum. See, Randy, that's much less of a pain in the gas. (laughs) Ha ha. That's very funny. (laughs) 
Well, I was, lo- I was looking at giving his... Giving myself a bell. That's true. I was looking at his website. One of his bucket list <laughs> items was to race at Coda. So he's going to get to check off a bucket list item later on in the year. I'm so excited. I bet Americas, you are. So. I love so that course, too. Uh, it's so cool. I remember I went uh, to watch the, the F1 race and the F4 race there. Uh, I think it was two years ago, uh, a few years ago, and um, which I was like, man, I really want to race here. This looks awesome. Is that going to be in combination again with the F1? It's not, no, because oh. it's the USF Junior Series, so it won't. Oh, that's it, the right. The USF yeah, 4 said, Series right. follows yeah, 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 yeah. So it would, it would be awesome, that. too, but I can't wait. Yeah, that's still going to be a great race for you. Um, really, both of the races that you got left are, oh, are for sure. great courses. Most definitely. So you're not yeah. going to go wrong with either of them. Yep. Okay, so how do you prepare off the track for all of this? Obviously, getting and do school, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the few drivers on the in the paddock that still goes to school. Um, just trying to balance that um, is is really is really cool that I can still be able to do that. Um, but yeah, so I'm in the gym every day. Uh, I'm doing I play football as well, so that I really play football because it keeps me conditioned really really well um, for for the car and um, and then a lot of sim work with. The, the coaches of the team and my teammates and stuff like that that really helps me just to be mentally sharp uh for the for the car i think we should probably clarify that it isn't that the other kids in the paddock are dropped out of school they just homeschool <laughs> homeschool yeah yeah online yep. type thing yeah yep. which makes sense obviously and now some of the online schools are tougher than the classroom yeah. so uh, but it's good that you're mm-hmm. still able to balance that and i know that the grades are right up there because that's a priority yep. from mom and dad. And we're yep. going to right. give another bell. bell for that because, <laughs> um, you know, you got to be a good example. So yep. good for you on that. So what would be a bucket list track for you that you've not raced on and won't race on this year that you would love to other than Indianapolis? Because I know that's your goal. Right. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to be able to race in Monaco, obviously, because it's Monaco. Mm. Um, and then most definitely like this is is to win, obviously win the watch, but to race on the Rolex 24, uh, race on Daytona. Oh, yeah. The 24-hour race would be awesome. Now, you've done some dirt stuff. Mm. What about Chili Bowl? That's a big one. It's I've never gotten the opportunity to go and watch or, or go and drive at all, um, but hoping that that can be another opportunity for me in the future. Yeah, that would be a, an awesome thing to, to get into the midget and go race there. That's such a, a cacophony of motorsports talent randy from mm-hmm. all across the country every january that goes and does that thing That's and, and uh, i think that would be fun to see sam yeah. in one of those christopher bell's putting together his own little micro sprint show at tms uh during the playoff race at texas um later on in the fall is he so, mm-hmm. i didn't they're, know that they're covering the the little texas motor speedway track the little legends truck car track yeah, not the one in the center of the track little but the one outside of turn yeah. three they're covering it in dirt and he's going to have his own little two-day oh nice micro sprint showdown brexton's going to be a part of it kyle's going to run a micro <laughs> sprint of course um, Christopher Bell, um, some of some of the kids from uh, the Power Eye series are going to run it too. So it's, it, that's going to be a fantastic are, race. Wait a minute, I, I'm assuming Kyle and Brexton are not going to be in the same class, <laughs> are they? I would hope not. Because I can't imagine. I, you know when that day comes. I want to see that happen, though, because I, I want to see what happens when Brexton wrecks his dad. Well, that's what I was just <laughs> thinking. Like, ordinarily with, you know, with, with Kevin and Keelan or, you know, uh, Clint and Cash or Kyle and, what is it, Owen? Owen? Yeah. yeah. You, you just, you know, but, man, I feel like Kyle and Brexton racing together would be just like fire and water. Have you ever? I mean, poor have, Samantha. Have you ever seen a 30-something-year-old kid and, like, a 10-year-old yelling, screaming obscenities at each other? Because I'm pretty sure that's what you'd get. 
Yeah, they, they Kyle. Might, yeah, they might be swearing in the turns. We might need to call they in a might, psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to have two psychiatrists because you'd have two different bushes that have to deal with. My favorite clip, Peter, of of uh, of, of Kyle during he he did an interview with uh, Graham Bensinger. And um, during the interview, they talked about Brexton, showed some footage of there at the track. And Kyle said, we're teaching Brexton how to lose better. <laughs> and it's just like going, wow, OK, who's teaching him? Surely and what's not funny you, is, sir. What's funny is Kyle says Brexton takes after Samantha. So if he's a poor loser and takes after <laughs> Samantha, what's that say about Kyle? It's funny. It's just Lord. it's funny. We're, we're all we all appreciate Kyle's talent. It's just he's just an easy mark. <laughs> all right. All right. Sam, how can people find you on social media? Yes. Yeah, so my website is, is samqueryracing.com, and then I also have Instagram and Twitter, which is, again, samqueryracing, um, and it's all lowercase, all one. Um, last name is spelled C-O-R-R-Y, for those of you who don't know. And then my Facebook um, is sjcoryracing. Now, why is your Facebook <laughs> SJ Corey and everything else is Sam? Well, it always it was SJ Corey Racing, and we changed it, but Facebook won't let us change it, which is kind of a pain in the neck, but it's okay. Yeah, That's for Facebook, not you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I would do that all night for Facebook, actually. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't even know. How to do uh, we have like a minute. I was going to do rapid fire stuff, but I guess we can do a couple uh, really quick. So just the first thing that pops into your head. Um, so pizza toppings. What do you want on your pizza? Sausage or cheese? So, okay. so just plain cheese or sausage? Okay. Right. If you, there were a sandwich named after you, what would be on that? It would be turkey, American cheese, uh, lettuce, tomato, and ham and Ooh. bacon. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's right. my sandwich uh, except the tomato. If you came with a warning label or a tagline, what would it say? I didn't get that. A warning label or a tagline? A tagline. Yeah. Oof. If um, warning label or a tagline, what would it be mm, for you? Uh, <laughs> um... We stumped the Sam. Uh, you stumped me. This? We stumped uh, the Sam. Dang we it. We the Sam. First person is, are you, are, d- during the commercial break, you can think of it and, and let us know. We'll be back with more right after this to wrap things up. You know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. 
Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. All right, I managed to stump Sam before the commercial break, but I think he finally has an answer to the question, if you came with a warning label or a tagline, what would it be? It would be, don't crack under, don't crack under pressure again, <laughs> like I just did. <laughs> or again. Or again, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't crack so under pressure. Your mom like was telling us during the break you have that up on, on the wall. I um, do. It somewhere. was a, I believe it was a Tag Heuer sign, and it was at the Indy 500, and you saw oh, nice. all the cars, and you saw all the cars coming down the straight, and it says, hashtag, don't crack under pressure at the bottom. It's a go. huge photo in, in our bonus room. It's massive. <laughs> and you stole it from Indy? I stole it from a jeweler close to my house. Who stole it from Indy? <laughs> Roger Penske is listening to this show, and he's coming to your house. He's going to take it back. No, I'm just I would like him to go That's <laughs> I would like that. I would give it back. As long as <laughs> I would. The, the funniest thing I ever heard about Penske was a, a, a spotter, I won't name him, at, uh, Roger asked him one time, they were going up the, the ladder at Pocono, and it's a pretty steep ladder. He said, if I fell, would you catch me? And, and the gentleman looked straight at Roger and in all seriousness said, well, I can tell you this, the first thing I'd be aiming to catch is your wallet. <laughs> and Roger <laughs> cracked right up. He thought that was hilarious. That's very true. Sam, it was awesome having you here. Thanks yes. so much. Good Thank luck with everything Thank you for having me. I really season. appreciate it. Um, and uh, don't be a stranger. You can come on anytime. Peter, you have like 10 seconds to say anything you want to say before you close out your final show. Well, it's not my final show forever. Just final yes, full time. Yes, You'll never see us again. He's just That's stepping away from full time competition. I know. Yeah. I'm just I mean, Dale Jr. still races once <laughs> a year, right. so I come back occasionally. Come back once a year. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's been it's a been, fun two years. It's been awesome having you on, Peter. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to The Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, Follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.